There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode two of season three of Winona Earp. Woo! Holy crap. After the first episode, I'm like, all right, what are they throwing at us this week? Yeah. <laughs> well. Boy, howdy. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. You guys are killing me. Yeah. This killing season me. is just, if these two episodes are any indication, it is going to be like riding the mechanical bull. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do we have any ratings news? Oh, yes, we do. Episode two brought in a 0.12 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.484 million viewers, bringing it in as the 60th overall cable show for the day. Much better than Friday. Right. Less episode one's numbers. So an improvement. Well, All right. Let's good. get into episode two. When you call my name. The demon who cursed the Earp heir reveals himself in a shocking turn of events that will leave the team forever changed. Good thing I didn't see that before okay. the episode. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So, of course. What are you we, guys doing to us? Right. So, we pick up basically where we left off in episode one. After Waverly's been dragged off, we find out somehow Winona got thrown from the truck, and is on a ledge 15 feet from the top of the cliff with a broken arm. Now, was it broken or was her shoulder just dislocated? Because right, what she does, she that's why it, I was I, thinking. Yeah, I think it was more a dislocated shoulder. I think her mom thought her bro- arm was broken. Which still hurts. Oh, oh, hell yes. <laughs> oh, man. And yeah, all of a sudden you have her mom there and i'm like what the hell is happening <laughs> again we talked about it last episode it's like wait is her mom in prison is she on the just like voluntary lockdown what is going on how is she there right but apparently she's not really there yeah <laughs> because she's basically okay. what winona is using to get herself out of this trouble because Michelle starts reminding Winona of the survival skills she had taught her. And of course, this is good. Yeah. And apparently, Winona remembered every single one of those lessons to the T. Because she resets her shoulder and starts to go after Peacemaker, who's on another ledge about five, ten feet away. And... Mama convinces her that it's not that important. It's more important to save your sister. So up she goes. I'm impressed because I'd probably be crying the whole way up with shoulder pain. Yes. Hell, I'd probably be crying right now. And then it kind of. I have no shoulder pain. Yeah. And it kind of turns as soon as Winona's out of there. 
she wants to go get Waverly, and Michelle's like, no, you you just have to protect yourself. What? Right. I'm like, okay, obviously this is just in her head, and this is weird because we know that Winona won't do that. Right. But well, maybe that she's was told, the teaching. All right, what were that, you told? Right. Exactly. It could have been the teaching that Michelle gave Winona as, as a child that was, you got to put yourself first because you're the heir. But it was weird because when she was a kid, it wasn't Winona. Right. It Not while well. her mom was still there. Right. It was yeah. well. So, oh, weird. Yeah, but so but that just makes it even more obvious that Mama knows a whole lot more than we know. And maybe yes. in this deeper than even Daddy Earp, which is what I'm kind of afraid well, of. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of wondering how much she knew and About when Bobo. she knew it. Right. And yeah. Now we pop in to see what's going on with Waverly as the Revenant is taking her to his cabin. Yeah. And this is where I was saying last episode because we we recorded late, guys. Sorry. Yeah. I was on that vacation. things got weird with where the homestead is because he's like all the food supplies running dry around here. Right. All okay. the animals have disappeared. If this guy is somehow on the way to the homestead, how have they never noticed anything weird or how have they not noticed the animals not being there anymore? Like I feel like that's something they would know. You would think that would become obvious that there aren't as many wild animals being around, especially over a four-month time frame. Right. And even later, when Winona is running around trying to figure out where Waverly is, and she has Mama talking to her, and she sa- Mama says, you're running around in woods you don't know. If this is along the way to the homestead, shouldn't she know this area? <laughs> exactly. Like, these things don't make sense to me. No. But I, I just needed to say that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, Waverly, what's up? And what? Yeah. And little bird actually, in the cage. Yeah. She, what's up with that? Yeah. That was really weird. And basically, yeah, he's going to uh, eat her as we see a spare arm just laying around. Uh, What? And he uses this other person's voice. Yeah, and you go, uh-oh. Right. And of course, Waverly's phone rings. And see, this is weird, because he touches her her throat with like, I don't know, if, was it just his finger or yeah. was it something? Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure if there was like jewelry. I don't think so. And it, like he takes her voice. Yeah. And it's funny because later it's actually, something is actually said. What is this Little Mermaid shit or something? Yeah. <laughs> but he talks to Nicole because it's Nicole. And right then, I feel like Nicole would have known something was up, but she didn't. Yeah. And I'm like, hold up. She didn't know anything was going on with the way that Waverly was talking. It was like, okay, Nicole. All right. Thanks. Got to go. Not like, hey, hon. Tied up. Yeah. Right. Not like, hey, hon, what's up? Right. Yes. And I'm like, hello, red flag. (laughs) Unless Nicole's still too... Into Shut her up. head, worried about this cult of Bolshar that she may be the last surviving member of. Oh, that's possible. Yeah. But I still feel like it would have been something. Because right. I know if I'm constantly saying right. my husband's name and not like, oh, okay, hon, 
he's going to be like, are you okay? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> what is going on? Exactly. Yeah. His first thought is it does a revenant have you, but he's going to know something isn't right. Right. So that's why I'm like, oh, I don't know. That doesn't feel right. Yeah. So Winona finally uh, finds the cabin where Waverly is being held. And of oh, course, yes. <laughs> Waverly because the- cannot talk to her. Yes. But she puts the hands up, stop, stop. And we get to play a little game of charades. Right. Because some hunter had stumbled upon her. Right. Because he kept hearing the help me, help me. And it wasn't Waverly. No. Apparently the whole place is booby trapped. It was that crazy guy who decided, oh, apparently I need more to eat than just one little girl. Right. It's like, oh, crap. And it was kind of funny, though, watching Waverly get, I can't even say this right, get (laughs) Winona through all the booby traps because (laughs) some of what was happening was just kind of funny. Like, okay, duck, duck, all right, big step, okay. (laughs) And I, I was like, what are you doing? I must have looked down to tweet because I didn't remember that many things that the dude had to do. Right. So I was just <laughs> laughing watching her do it. Yes. Yeah. It was just absolutely hilarious. Winona tries to get the cage open, but is unsuccessful. Now that's a hell of a big lock. Yeah. But she had a pretty big crowbar, but it wasn't a budging. No. She tells Waverly that it was all uh, Mama's doing that um, she didn't want Waverly to know that she was in jail. No, now, I'm, I'm still sure a little confused. If Waverly bought that, I'm sure she wasn't at the time. Well, see, I wasn't sure if it was because of why she was in there, because right. she might be a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs uh, or what it is. Yeah. And that's probably why she's in there is she's. I'm thinking she's hiding out at this point. Oh, absolutely. It's probably the safest place for her. I don't doubt that. Right. And she may be acting crazy to get in there. Who knows? Right now, we just don't. <laughs> but when um the crazy guy goes outside and Wynona's like, all right, I need to go take him out so we can figure out what we're doing. She runs out there and she confronts him about Bullshar again. Right. And, and he the guy was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. that And that definitely gave us more knowledge that yeah the revenants are not part of the cult of bullshard now maybe some of them are but this guy didn't know i turned around and run the other way right because he's like no 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 no. he doesn't know where i am nobody knows no no he can't know where i am i'm like "Uh oh yeah (laughs) okay what does this mean and i'm still confused apparently winona could throw her voice because she's like after she gets that information instead of just Kind of going after the guy because he looked full on freaked like he, she could have taken him then. Right. Instead, she takes off running. So he chases her. It's like, what? what? Yeah. Now, and unless she up... came across the trap on the way and knew it was there. I guess knowing a little more sense. Yeah. Knowing that she doesn't have Peacemaker with her. Right. She's got to get dispense of him another way. And right. if she knew the trap was there, then, yeah, that would make a whole lot more sense because sure enough she gets him right there and just kind of elbows him into the trap right and i'm thinking okay well we already know that if he's a revenant if she doesn't kill him with peacemaker he's coming back right so is she hoping he's just gonna 
I don't know, be there for a while? Yeah, I'm thinking that she's figuring he ain't getting out of that trap. Okay. And of course, seeing that he gets shish kebobbed, you see a little gold glowy thing come floating out of him and makes its way back to Waverly. And she goes, oh, I got my voice back. (laughs) And right when she's like, all right, going to go get Waverly, whoop, right into a different trap. Another trap. And that just happens to be the time that Doc and, was it Nicole? Nicole, yeah. End up popping up. Yeah. Because back in town, the team's working through all the evidence they have on the demon attack and Bolshar and decide it's time to bring the Earps up to speed. Well, nobody's answering their phone. So Nicole decides to head out towards the homestead and discovers the overturned truck thanks to a hunter who apparently saw it happen. Well, see, that was weird, too. Yeah. And this is where I'm thinking, because the hunter says... I lost my son. What? Right, which I'm thinking was the guy that went to the uh, the hunter, the other right. hunter's cabin. Yeah, into the revenant's cabin, yeah. But he said they seemed to change, and I wouldn't have found my way back out of the woods, which was weird. Yeah. Because he said the woods are changing. Why are the woods changing? Is this why the homestead seems to get further away and nobody say anything? It could be. Maybe with Bullshars being there, things are starting to move around inside the Ghost River Triangle. Mm. Mm, yeah, <laughs> that's even more scary. Again, it was just something kind of in passing, but I'm like, hold on. Yeah, this doesn't add up. And Dolls is like, well, I need to go to Shorty's and find Doc. And somehow Doc is even surlier than normal. How is that possible? Right, because at the end of last episode, him and Winona were all lovey-dovey. What right. the hell is happening with Doc? Right. <laughs> Now, I could see Doc being surly if he was still mad about losing Alice, but apparently there's something else bothering him. And, of course, the two men get into a discussion, and basically Doc says we're both killers, and it turns out he's afraid of going to hell because he's seen that happening. So he's afraid that... All the good he's trying to do isn't going to do him any good in the afterlife. Now, see, I thought that was kind of weird because he's saying in the alternate timeline he went to hell. But in the alternate timeline, he wasn't a good guy. Exactly. So maybe it was just alternate timeline, Doc. Right. That's what I was thinking. Right. And Dolls tells him, hey, I don't need the threat of damnation to fight for the right side. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) And then Doc gets a call. Yeah. Because Jeremy, Jeremy, how are you keep sneaking down into the bar? Right. Into the basement. Oh, actually, so it's like Jeremy and Doc get a call from Nicole and it's like, hey, there's an accident. Basically, I need you, Doc, you can track people. Come on. Yeah. So, yeah, off he goes. But I love it because Jeremy's like, here, take this because this earpiece is better than cell reception. And apparently Jeremy forgets that it's in your ear. Yeah. Yeah, You don't need to yell, darling. (laughs) You just need to talk soft. You don't need to be like, hey, dude, not cool. Yes. Glamour, Jeremy, when you're speaking into the (laughs) microphone. Inside voice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, of course, Nicole and Doc head off and they find Winona having a little me time 
<laughs> hanging upside down. Right. And they managed to get Waverly out of the box. Yep. And they return and- to the scene where Nicole convinces everybody she's the one that needs to go down and retrieve Peacemaker because she's the only one with any climbing experience. Well, she's not lying. Right. Good point. Especially when she makes fun of Doc a little bit about yeah. getting close to the edge. And he's like, I just get a little wibbly over there. <laughs> like, okay, Doc, it ain't happening. Just stay back and watch the rope. Right. And just as she's about to grab it, one of Bolshar's minions shows up, cuts the rope, and Winona barely gets to it at the in the nick of time before right. it's all over for Nicole. And you go, <gasps> yeah. I think we all kind of like, oh, my God, what just happened? Yeah. Had and those, right? your heart jumping through your chest moments. And the minion was the one that was leading Winona to her mom. Right. And the one that Jeremy said was extremely fast. Right. Yeah, because it can dematerialize. So is he like a vampire? Is cause No, I, sw- I don't think so. I you don't think, think so? A- well... Now, yeah, it he probably he could be. Actually, he could be, but I don't think so. I, I, there's there's just something else to him that we never saw any of the vampires dematerialize like that, right? Because he kind of became triangles, man. <laughs> right. I thought it was like supposed to be bats or something. That's why I'm like, what? What is yeah, this? What is this? <laughs> but it turns out that. Waverly was really upset when they get her back and as Nicole's going to go over and, and get Peacemaker. So Dolls is like, here, I'll take her over to the truck at or to the van. And that's when we realize that all this shit's going down at the same time. Right. And Dolls is like, crap, they're trying to save Nicole. Stay here. I right, need to go help. Doc is just getting his backside handed to him. Oh, yeah. Big time. And of course, as that's all going down, what's Do- what's Dolls going to do? He's going to use one of Jeremy's drugs. It's like, oh, Jeremy's been hinting basically this whole time that something's not right. Right. And he's unstable yeah. and you go, uh-oh. And what is taking this one of Jeremy's drugs? To me, that sounds like if he was trying to develop something to stabilize him, he wouldn't be able to drag it out as easy. Okay. Apparently, this did just the opposite, I guess. He didn't go full on. No, not at first. But but you have that demon guy, like, taunting him. Yeah. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, why is he taunting him? Because, you know, he says, well, one could die here, as he kind of looks at dolls. Right. Or two, three, Three, four. four. I'm like, oh. What? Yeah. (laughs) What the hell? I'm like, I know that Dolls needs to stop him, but I'm like, what does this mean? Yeah. That if Dolls doesn't stop him, everybody's going to die all of a sudden? That kind of was what the the gist that I took from it. It's like, And I think that's what Dolls took from it, too, because as soon as he says that, Dolls goes full dragon. Right. And, And just does this, like, ball of fire. Right. That it doesn't burn dolls, but apparently burn the guy up. Yeah. And as that's happening, you kind of see off in the distance somebody standing there. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Did he, like, pop out of there? What was that? No, that was Bolshar. 
Yeah, but at first I wasn't sure. Right. And you know, they and get he looks the- much younger than he did the last time we saw him. That's for damn sure. Oh, great. Yeah. So they get Nicole up, and right as they get Nicole up, all of a sudden you hear like kind of a gasp, and Winona's looking up and she sees Bolshar. Yeah. And that's when Dal or I'm sorry, Doc suddenly yells for her, and she looks at him and looks back up, and Bolshar is gone. I'm like, damn, could she have taken him out? I doubt it. It wouldn't have been right. that easy. Yeah, no. <laughs> but apparently, Dolls collapsed and his heart stopped. And I was not tearing up. Maybe I was. <laughs> shut up. But I was like, what? Ha- wait, what? Yeah, there was a and, whole you know, bunch of wait, what? I think I, I may have said that repeatedly. And Jason came in the room like, what? <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, oh, my God, Nicole's calling for an ambulance. You know, everybody's freaking out. And suddenly Mama Earp Vision is back. Right. I'm like, no. What is this? Because she's like, oh, he's in a better place. You got to let him go. Right. What? That's not Winona. No. <laughs> and then, you know, Winona's like, no, he doesn't like the woods. I'm not leaving him. And I'm like, oh, okay, so that's a throwback to, to another going back first that's, season. Yeah, first season. And I, as I'm watching this, I'm like, hold on a second. Okay, they're saying his heart stopped. Okay, he is not burned. No. And I'm thinking, if he's a dragon, what if it's like a dragon dragon and he's almost like hibernating? Right. Because, I don't know, he was obviously, you know, he was on the panel too in San Diego. I am right on the same page as why would you have somebody who's only on two episodes and even though he was a main character, like, I I feel like... He's got to be back. Right. We like, are no. keeping our fingers crossed. To not do this, dude. Yeah. <laughs> One of our friends mentioned, really, he's a phoenix, so he's going to rise from the ashes. <laughs> I seen that. I'm like, ooh, that's yeah. good. I <laughs> that's like good, that theory. No. <laughs> oh, so, my gosh. This podcast is not giving up on dolls yet. No, we will not. Hey, Steve, did we get any feedback this week? Oh, yes, we did. Our friend Fred from the Netherlands made sure he got some feedback in. Let's take a listen. Great. Hello, Fangirl Zone podcasters. This is Fred from the Netherlands with some feedback for Winona Herb Season 3, Episode 2. Wow, this was old-fashioned good Winona Herb. As said last week, I didn't like the, the premiere that much. It was just a bit too hectic, too much. No time for the emotional scenes. And that was quite different in this episode. Very nice interaction between Winona and her imagined mother. Between Waverly and Winona. Very emotional. Also between Doc and Dolls. And so I think this was good old-fashioned Winona Earp. Although I liked last week, of course, Chantal Riley, who uh, came as uh, Vampire Kate. We didn't see her this episode, but I'm sure she will be back. Because, well... She was with the crew at Comic-Con, and I think they wouldn't have taken her if she was only in two or one episode. And she posted a picture of herself, uh, clearly from a, an episode in the future, so perhaps next episode. The dolls died. Well, if there w- was a figure that had to die, I think it should couldn't be different from dolls, actually. On one hand, Waverly and Winona... Is not an option, I think. Doc either. If they would have killed off Nicole, I think there would be a riot in Winona Earp. 
the fandom and say, well, Jeremy, I think if you want to have an impact of a, of a figure that dies, I think Jeremy is until now too much of a lesser figure. So that wouldn't have had the emotional impact as when dolls died. So if you would have asked me, I would have put my money on dolls. I want to give a shout out to Dimitri Fantis and perhaps you say, what the heck, who is he? That was the Revenant. I think a, a lot, in a lot of uh, episodes, the roles of the reverence, the reverence are, are not that well appreciated. And I think this Revenant, Revenant did a very nice job of playing his role. Furthermore, Sean Marchand, Marchand is Marchand, of course, in French, is uh, playing Bullshar. And if you look him up it, at IMDb, he is a French Canadian uh, actor. So, I wonder if he is ever going to say something and how his English will be, because he has been in many French-Canadian productions and with a name as Marchand. It's also logical that he is uh, French ancestry. So, that was all for this time. Greetings, till next time. Fred from the Netherlands. All the emotions! <laughs> there was a lot of them, that's for sure. Oh, it was it was rough. It was. I have a feeling that episode three, once we explore what finally happened after this, is going to be even worse. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about that. And so Fred agrees with me, basically, about the San Diego Comic-Con connection. Why would she be up there if she was only in one episode? So is this technically Big Nose Kate? We'll find out. Yes. And I have to give you... Some props here for your logic and how you came up with it had to be dolls that died. I agree with you. I do too. I mean, the only other person I would have thought maybe Jeremy, but yeah, you're right. Like he hasn't had enough of like a front and center kind of role. He's always right. been in the background. So I, yeah, I think dolls does. It wouldn't have been the emotional gut punch the yeah. dolls <laughs> I was about to say dolls makes the most sense but that sounds really callous in a way. yeah it does but yes I mean you know what I mean yes absolutely and, yeah I do believe if uh, Nicole were to die that the way hot fans would riot in the streets yes and a whole absolutely. lot of people wouldn't know what's going on with this riot <laughs> and yeah I thought the actor who played the Revenant was outstanding in his role as well. I thought he did a really good job because he was out there. <laughs> you know what? I think you're right, though. A lot of them just don't get credit with like how much they have to put out there because they have to portray. Because obviously, you know, they're not having all the, the pain and the eye thing happen. So they have to put that across all before the special effects go in. So I, I think you're right. You know, they do do a lot more than... We give them credit for because they're the bad guys and we don't want to think nice things. That's why. Right. And this guy, <laughs> you, you kind of felt a little sorry for him. He really wasn't the, the big, bad, rough, bad guy like most of them are. He was just kind of trying to survive out by, you know, away from everybody. Just leave me alone. Let me survive. But you took my animals away. So I got to still got to eat. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't think I'll go that far, but okay. <laughs> and yeah, it will be interesting to see if Volshar speaks with a uh, French accent. He's from the old world. Yep. That makes sense. 
Could be. So once again, Fred, great feedback, and thanks so much. Thanks, Fred. So I have a poster I want to give away. I know not a poster signed with doll signature. That's right. And Jeremy and Tim. Tim. Tom. I always say the name wrong. Yeah, Tim. Tim. I always want to change his name. Uh, there you so, go, guys. You want the men of Winona Earp's autograph on a poster? Let's hear from it, you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking at it right now, actually. And who else do I have on here? I have, of course, Emily and Brendan. And hello, Doc did an awesome little drawing on here. So you guys, you want this. Trust me. So if you want the Winona Earp poster, just tweet us at FGZ Podcast. On the next episode, and do a hashtag poster. And we'll just pick somebody randomly who did hashtag poster with us. There you go, guys. All right. And while you're doing all the fun stuff, if don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and any other platform you're finding us on. Because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends. We do hope you're enjoying the podcast. And if you're not sure where to find everything, head over to fangirlzone.com. And you'll see our contact page and see all the stuff there. It's so easy just to go click, and there you are. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirless. And I'm Steve. Nothing a hot bath and a bottle of whiskey won't cure. And until next time.